0: Hey kids, it's time for
1: Surf Shorts!
0: Welcome to the Surf Shorts podcast, an innovator in modern storytelling, looking towards the future, using business terms like radical, off the lip, caught inside, and totally tubular. Surf Shorts, the storytelling podcast, recorded on VHS, then downloaded to cassette for maximum audio quality. It's totally radical. Hey everyone, as most of you know, this episode is brought to you by Outer Banks Hammocks, obxhammocks.com, handmade in the USA, two-year guarantee. They've been doing it since 1971. And when you think of OBX Hammocks, don't just think of hammocks, think of swings and chairs, stands, accessories, and outdoor furniture. obxhammocks.com has Outer Banks aluminum and resin wicker furniture, three birds casual teak, Polly's island durawood and summer classic you can click on obxhammocks.com to find out more about their high quality hammocks and outdoor furniture outer banks hammocks for the ultimate lay savage surfboards since 1982 know your shaper All right, everybody, welcome back to Surf Shorts. Today I have with me Laurel Sinek. How are you doing, Laurel? I'm good.
1: Thanks for having me on here.
0: Yeah, thank you. And you told us...
1: I'm having deja
0: vu. Yeah, it is deja vu, you know. (laughs) I say this frequently to people. Hey, you've been on the show before. But on a previous episode, you told us a really, really, really... Entertaining story uh, from Puerto Rico. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> and your encounter with, uh, believe it or not, you know, in actuality, a sea creature.
1: That's exactly right. A big one.
0: A big sea creature. And it really, I mean, that really is the case.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> no embellishment.
0: Yeah. Well, you know for just being technical, that's right. that that's exactly what it was. And <laughs> I loved that story. I, I want to tell you. But this episode right here, everyone, we're talking about a new novel that she released, and it is called Foam, right? That's it. And yeah. you, you girl, you worked for years on this,
1: yeah. <clears throat> it was a long, long journey. It took eight years,
0: yeah, yeah. and it does. It takes years to write a book. I'm looking here, 286 pages. And of course, that's how it's printed. People, people said to me, how long is your book? I'm like, well, uh, you can't say pages because how big are you, know? Right. <laughs> it was a really small book. It's like 8,000 pages long. It's just the size of a postage stamp. It's the long, longest book you've ever read in your life but no it, it is it is a it's a beautiful like the cover is beautiful this is professional I mean and you are already on Barnes and Noble website and yeah. you're you're did they get you in the store yet you said you were waiting or you were checking I had every
1: a, day well not every day but a friend of mine did check the other day and it wasn't there yet so I'm waiting and they said I could do a signing as long as I sell like five or six yeah they want to know that I'm going to move them.
0: Well, you, you tell me when you're doing that signing, okay? And I'll put it on the show, okay? And then maybe five or six people
1: will come. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: it's surf shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but it, in all sincerity, it it is really a beautifully done book, and uh, and I would just love for you to obviously I don't want you to give it away.
1: Oh yeah, I won't give out the spoiler. Any yeah. Too yeah. any spoilers
0: here people i'll let you hear it here is an audio novel of this book <laughs> there you go if you're a speed listener you got the whole story i shouldn't have given it away probably copyright infringement
1: oh that's okay <laughs> <laughs> if you got somebody that could interpret that then <laughs> more power through them
0: that's right so <laughs> so on on it on on a, the last episode you did mention hey this is about a girl surfer. Mm-hmm. And you did you found you found an audience that really is craving some literature right now. So let's go from there.
1: Okay. Well, I guess that started with me because yeah. when when I first started surfing at the really young age of 35. Mm, um, I man. got <laughs> I was so stoke filled. I mean, and as you know, surfers want to read surf books and watch surf movies and talk surf and all our friends that don't surf hate us because of that. But Mm -hmm. I went looking for a book that had a female lead character, main character that surfed. And, you know, there was some, you know, of course there's Blue Crush, there's some movies with women that surf, but there really weren't any books that had the main character that surfed.
0: Yeah. And, And Blue Crush is, it's not targeted to women, it's targeted to girls. Yeah. And it's not like an adventure book, you know, it's not it's hard to describe. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, Thomas Wolfe didn't write Blue Crush. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, and I, was, and I liked
0: Blue Crush, yeah, and that's oh yeah. no insult to it whatsoever. Come on now, because we were going to fight. Look, North Shore wasn't written by Thomas <laughs> Wolfe either. Okay? No,
1: it wasn't. But we all love it. You know, the way
0: Brace here, don't be there. Like everybody, <laughs> we love it. We love it.
1: Well, I'll go ahead and say this is not literary fiction. Mm-hmm. This is commercial fiction. This is... What I wanted to read. You know, I like to watch, like, Sahara. I like action, adventure. I like some suspense. Yeah. And this is a young woman who suffers a little tragic incident and runs to the place where her dreams were supposed to come true. And when a freediver washes ashore... Now, she's a a struggling journalist. She really wants to be successful in that career. So she starts working on a research article.
0: Right, right. About... The what free happened diver. to this
1: freedover? and uncovers a kidnapping plot and drug ring.
0: Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Where geographically on the planet Earth is this? <laughs> does this novel take place? Is it a real place?
1: It starts in Wrightsville Beach, right, and then it moves to Canada. Okay. A place that I've never been, so that was all in my deep recess imagination and research. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually we end up in Rincon, Puerto Rico, which I'm very familiar with.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And, and this mystery sort of trickles all across the, the the eastern seaboard.
1: Pretty much, yes, yes. And it, you know, it, I have this fun little beginning, and there's so the book is really in three parts. So there's okay. the North Carolina. Canadian and then Puerto Rico. But in between each section is part of this climactic event that happens in Puerto Rico.
0: Oh, just to get
1: you like primed and ready. Yeah.
0: So we're doing a little jumping back and forth. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. I like that.
1: It was fun to write. And so I know we were talking about actually writing a book and what that's like, but have you ever um, participated in NaNoWriMo?
0: I don't know what that is.
1: Okay. So November is National Novel Writers Month. Okay. And so NaNoWriMo is a organization that basically they coordinate uh, with people around the world who want to write a novel. Mm-hmm. And they challenge you to write 2,000 words a day.
0: That's and you're, a lot.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And so you would log your words or your page count on... You know, you sign up and so you're keeping up, you know, everybody's kind of, you're getting prompts every day and, yeah. and there's a, there was a group that met in Wilmington that was doing NaNoWriMo. So we met up at the library.
0: That's what I was going to say. You're all like, everybody's on the laptop. <tick, tick, 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 yeah. Then, <whistles> <laughs> sip of coffee, look across the table, thumbs up to your partner and yeah. keep going. Yeah.
1: Well, you That's weren't cool. there. It sounds like you were there. <laughs> 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 Little that, potato yeah. chips. So I've decided, once I decided to write, well, so I was writing a little nonfiction and I was in a writer's group and the person that was president of the chapter of Word Weavers said, you know, Laurel, you're so creative, you should try fiction.
0: What kind of nonfiction were you working on?
1: Just like, you know, little articles of marriage or, you know, I wrote this one article, what did I say? Murder and Moonlight in the Garden of, anyway... My husband is a green thumb, and right. so our our yard is like a Garden of Eden. And I had this mysterious cough long before COVID, and I knew that I was allergic to something. Something in the yard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And so every night, you know, like if it wasn't too warm, we'd have the windows open, and you'd smell these moonflowers that only bloom at night.
0: Oh, I gotcha.
1: And I, I got convinced uh-huh. that those moonflowers were what were giving me this... Did, yeah. it, it, you know, whatever it is, A respiratory, cough, issue, respiratory yeah. issue, and so I waited till my husband went to work and I cut them down, <laughs> 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 I nipped them right to the ground. And uh, the thing is, it just turned out that that wasn't <laughs> what it was. <laughs>
0: you had to try,
1: I had to try, and I was convinced, but you know, that's. It happens.
0: Yeah. And you're like, hey, won't they just grow back?
1: <laughs> Not this year. Yeah, yeah that's
0: right. That's right.
1: So, but anyway, so. So I'll, you're
0: writing articles like that.
1: Yes. Yes. And, um, and you know, writing is a great way to deal with emotional stress.
0: Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's probably, that that's probably, that's my entire book. <laughs> Dealing yeah. with emotional stress yeah. and putting it on the paper, yeah. Well, and
1: that was part of, you know, me processing my own stuff. And then when she said that about writing fiction, I just thought, I'm just going to take that as, you know, what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And, and as soon as I decided to write fiction, I knew what I wanted to write because I'd yeah. been searching for that thing and I hadn't found it. And so, but at the time, I you know, I really didn't know what I was doing. So this novel write, uh, National Novel Writers Month organization, NaNoWriMo was like, Oh, I could grab hold to that. And so I just, uh, for the month of November, I didn't have any extra time. I'm sure you can identify yeah, so with I was that.
0: Saying, like I was like, well, weren't you working another job? Cause 2000 yeah. words a day is a bunch.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah, I have I was working in mental health with kids that have emotional, um, disturbances and yeah. issues and, So what I did was I was like, well, I'm not taking up my surfing time because I'm not giving that up. Right. So I'm just going to get up an hour and a half earlier. Yeah. And that's what I did.
0: And you're pounding out 2000 words. See, that's amazing to me because there were times I I myself can sit down to write Mm -hmm. creatively, Mm -hmm. creative fiction. And I, I can't get the words out or everything is simple and stupid sounding. And then there's other days it's like. The words are already there, and I'm just erasing the white off the page, and they just oh. appear. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, that's beautiful right there.
0: Oh, thank you. So, so what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> have, I've got this two thousand word. I never have, that. <laughs> I have this Two thousand word, like, you know, uh, cartoon weight hanging over my head by a string, and the coyotes up there. I feel like I'd have a hard time <laughs> like writing.
1: Well, I, I tell people that it helped that I was half asleep. Yeah, because that you let it go. Yeah. The critic that, you yes. know, always wants to interrupt your flow was asleep. And yeah. so I could just write and sometimes stream of consciousness because you had this 2000 words a day. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. What am I going to put down on the page? And at the time, I didn't know what I was going to put on the page. So I would yeah. just write and throw out ideas or use a prompt. But then sometimes I, I oh, I know this thing that I really want to happen mm-hmm. here. Mm -hmm. So I would just skip. If I was stuck, I'd just skip to there. And then I'd write that.
0: A quick commercial break. Ah, that's right. This is a commercial on Surf Shorts. What's the commercial for? A custom Savage surfboard for you for free. That's right. You get a free custom Savage surfboard. We're doing the giveaway going to be giving away the board at the end of summer or sometime throughout the fall. You can look at the stuff on our website to find out all the certain things that you need to know. What do you really need to know? Send me a screenshot that you are subscribed to the show. Send me a screenshot that you're subscribed to Surfshorts Podcast with automatic downloads, and you are entered Custom Savage, Savage Surfboard. Well, let me ask you this. Did you have... Uh, Did you ever sit down and storyboard the whole thing? Did you ever roll out a huge piece of paper or poster and be like, this is going to happen and this is going to happen like you know, post-it notes and try to get them in some order.
1: So I wrote it by hand, pencil and paper.
0: Yeah, that's a good, and that's a great idea. I
1: mean, well, mainly because I worked in mental health. So all my time on the computer was clinical. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, qualified professional provided this intervention. And so yeah. I didn't want to, as soon as I go to the computer, that's what my mind goes yeah, to. So very, writing with pencil yeah. and paper, that helps. And then. I wrote the, you know, they call it the crappy first draft, and I wrote the crappiest first draft that ever existed, I'm sure, on the planet and in English. (laughs) And 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 then I had to speak it. I used a speaking program to help speak it into the computer because I thought I just can't do that. No, that's great. That's great. And that helped a little bit. And then I did another draft, probably before I did any plotting. So I'll say, you know, as far as I've already written the next novel. Okay. And I used all the things that I've
0: learned in this yeah.
1: eight year.
0: You've written it on paper or you've written it in your head? I've written it on paper.
1: Oh, okay. I've except for it. the ending.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's good.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've got, and I've got the plots so, of, so I didn't know what went into a novel. I had no idea of the anything. Yeah. I really didn't know much of anything yeah. except for that. I'd read books. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> and that's, so during that time, I took some classes. I went to some writing retreats. I took, went to writing conferences where I could take a class and talk to agents. And I mean, pretty early on, I knew that nobody was going to be interested in this book. Yeah. As far as an agent was concerned in a publishing that, that house. That
0: surprises me a little bit.
1: I know. It kind of surprised in, me
0: too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with independent publishing the way it is now, um, you know how there used to be just major record labels.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And then like in. Well, the, you can do
1: hybrid. I could have done hybrid for sure. Well,
0: no, this is what okay. this is what okay. I'm saying. Like there used to just be major record labels. Right. Right. And then like in the mid 90s, mm-hmm. like all the surf punk bands, mm-hmm. they just started their own labels. Like uh, the best example I can come up with is Screeching Weasel. hmm. <laughs> And they became their own brand. I don't know if you know that band. They were, I mean, like when I listened to them, they had like 16 or 17 albums out. I know it's like, wow. They're, yeah. And they're super talented. The, the name is purposely bad. <laughs> Another band, Lagwagon was like doing the same thing. These are like famous surf punk mm-hmm. bands, right? Mm-hmm. From that time. So it switched from like a few people being in control to people like, well, I'm going to do this myself. Right. And I'm not talking about self-publishing. Right. Uh, you know, like with your, with your writing, I'm just surprised that we're, you know, there's so many small independent labels now that know their target audience. It seems like in the surf world, like somebody would be like, yeah, and we can get this into surf shops and we can get this into places that surprises me.
1: Well, maybe that comes down to, I was looking more in just fiction in general, not really targeting. Yeah. Maybe like a Roxy or a you know Rip Curl women's or, or you mm-hmm. know Billabong or or whatever where I might could have gotten some support. Yeah. Um. On the surf front because that, that was kind of the thing is just because there weren't any. I mean, like mm-hmm. even now you look at the surf literature out there and really the surf fiction is dried up you know there's not yeah. a lot of it there's a little bit but most of it, like barbarian you know if you look at the top barbarian 50,
0: days is, is not fiction yeah no it's just yeah. real life
1: right and so most of them women on waves like all these ones that have come out in the last five years are yeah. uh, mo- mostly documentary type or you know biography type and memoir or, or whatever but and so
0: <clears throat> yeah like we nobody talked. wants yeah
1: something that hasn't been done yet
0: yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I I I hear you. That's interesting. I mean, it is interesting. Well, you said you're writing stream of consciousness and consciousness and putting things down. How'd you end up with Canada?
1: Like <laughs> what the heck? Have
0: some CBD gummies that morning with your coffee, or just I, like
1: maybe? No, I didn't. But you know, it's funny. I don't know. I, I know that uh. I ended up meeting some girls from the, so I didn't know at the time there was a surf scene there. Like when I really in Canada in Canada.
0: Okay. Yeah. So there's
1: a huge Nova Scotia crew. And, yeah. A,
0: a kid yeah. that was on my show two weeks ago was going to Canada to surf. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a well, surf trip. Yeah.
1: I think what happened was I just was like, what where would be the worst place? that yeah. she'd get stuck you know like and and you know have to surf or, or whatever still be
0: trying to surf yeah yeah and, yeah, and so, in my
1: mind was just you know cuz i'm like always chasing the warm water that i thought oh that would be awful
0: yeah my god but there's waves
1: yeah there's waves and there's a pretty big crew up there and i got to meet some of the girls that are surfing that area At uh, Queen of the Point in Malibu, and so I was excited for them to read that, like, make sure it wasn't. And thankfully, I picked like a very well-known spot. I mean, obviously, that's the only one I would have found out about. But
0: Uh (laughs) so you go to the spot and you find women that surf and you give them this book. (laughs) You're like, hey, read this. Is this is stupid.
1: Know. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And they were like, no, that's perfect. And they were glad that I picked the, you know, a well known spot as opposed to a secret spot. Yeah, which would sure. have really
0: pissed them off. Hey, let's let's talk about that place that you go, there's just great waves, there's as, nobody else there. Right, Let yeah. me publish that.
1: <laughs> exactly. I could have made a lot of enemies.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's great. I mean, yeah. that's that's research right there.
1: Yeah. Did you surf while you were up there? No, I didn't go up there. So I've oh. never been to Canada. Oh, okay. So I just got to meet these girls and they oh. read this for me and, you know, said oh, it was wh- cool. Where did you meet them? In Malibu, California.
0: Oh, I, oh, okay. I, <laughs> I know you just said that. Somehow I missed it. So you met them at Malibu. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I mean, that was why I went to Canada. And then, of course, I ended in Puerto Rico, which is... Where most of it takes place, actually. Yeah, because so.
0: you can write about Puerto Rico. All
1: day long. Are all the, bra- <laughs> are
0: all the breaks in here?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, pretty wilderness. much. You know, but Yeah. Yeah? Uh, no, wilderness is not in there, actually. Uh, I might mention it. Yeah. You know, that's funny about writing. You know, do you notice, like, you know, you get two thirds of the way through the book and you're editing and you're like, so-and-so has brown. Oh, wait. Brown eyes. Oh, yeah, I don't even yeah. remember what what the heck is yeah. his name or
0: you yeah, know like stuff like yeah. that like Oh yeah I went by and <laughs> changed all my characters' names, you know, in the process of that and I'm like, wait, who who what who's doing this? What's happening?
1: <laughs> so that's when, you know, all those techniques like uh you know, doing your time. Uh, this is this thing saved me. Okay. This is how I put this book. Like from knowing nothing and then learning over the eight years of what really needs to be in a book, this British, she's, she's mainly a ghostwriter. She's written her own stuff now, but she took basically the beat sheet that would go in a film mm-hmm. and had just like, you write down the scene in one sentence, like you fit, like you get a legal pad okay, and you write down one sentence that describes this scene or chapter, whatever it is, like one sentence yeah, and do it through the whole thing. And each sentence you're going to put emojis. Like, is the emotional bend of that scene happy, sad, funny, whatever. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then you leave that left-hand column, that little far margin for all your dates. Okay. And then and you're highlighting, like you've got a group of highlighters. So you've got a different highlighter for your character. You're going to mark intro for that, each character. Right. So then you can take... Basically, you're going to end up with a page and a half, or maybe one page if you're lucky, and you can see your entire book on one page for the first time in your life. Yeah. And you're like, like, "Ah!" and then you can see the emotional, you draw a line, like follow that emotional journey of ups and downs, and smiley faces, and crying faces, or or whatever. And then you're seeing each character, you're seeing the entire timeline all in one place.
0: Yeah. It's I like, like that.
1: light bulbs just go off.
0: Yeah. You know, and this isn't about your book, but like, the, <laughs> like what you're talking about there, like it's something I really noticed, you know, I have four kids and they're young and when, well, they're not that young anymore, <laughs> but when you're reading like young people's books, yeah. right? Like, I don't know, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, Yeah, not the Harry Potters and stuff that are, that the advanced kids are reading, but just, you know, regular books, you can really see this pattern of happy, sad, yeah. now, something goes wrong and then yeah. it comes back. Yeah. And then like when you're reading a novel like yours, mm-hmm. It's a smoother roller coaster yeah, and uh, things can happen at unpredictable times. So I, I really yeah. like that. What you can now see what you've done.
1: And then you can move it, you know, yeah, like that, then you can go it's
0: different colors and you've got the dates written down. Now you can pluck things out and put them in different parts of the book
1: Yeah, and, or add something or yeah. see where, oh my gosh, I've got like 10 frowny faces in a row. This is yeah. way too depressing.
0: Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. Know. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna ask you one last question here. Besides being a published author,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you are uh, a published filmmaker, yeah, right. So we're just gonna talk about the book now because you, you've done films as well. But what besides the fact that you're published? Mm-hmm. What is it about this book that really like make fills you with joy?
1: Ooh, that's a good
0: question.
1: I enjoyed the writing process. I enjoyed I, it. Will always be the one I learned on. But it's got to be, I'm already getting a few, getting some feedback. You know, people have read it. And I was out surfing the other day and big old crowd at the South End. But this young guy, he's in his 20s. Mm -hmm. He paddled over to me and just said, oh, I loved your book. And he said, I was on a family vacation. Everybody was water skiing. I couldn't put your book down. And I was like. That's
0: awesome. That that would make my day. That would make my year.
1: It made my life. I mean, I was just like, wow. Like, I just sat there like dumbstruck because obviously he wasn't on my radar of a reader.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: and I just thought, oh, I would have never thought that, you know, yeah. this a young man would enjoy the book. Yeah. So oh, well, I,
0: I'm, good. I'm getting ready to, I'm an old man. I'm getting <laughs> ready to read this book. <laughs> Well, l- <laughs> let me tell you this story because it, just because it just came up with you, Tom. Okay. When I was in my twenties, Alan Weisbecker, who is a very famous surf novelist, do you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Cosmic Banditos. Okay, I've
1: heard of. It,
0: that was his first famous novel, as far as I know. And then his the book that really blew me away. He wrote a book called The Search for Captain Zero. But that, is, that a, novel, of, is that a novel or is that a, yeah. I thought it
1: was a real life, you know, finding his friends. It's fiction. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he is, it's a novel. He is going okay. down there to find his friends, but he's okay. inserting a lot of things that happened throughout his life into this one trip. Okay. Uh, I'm 95% certain. So if somebody <laughs> wants to sue me, hey, I'm doing my best. <laughs> but man, I, I love the book. It blew me away. I was like, this guy can write. This is good. This is interesting. This is right in my wheelhouse, you know? And then, boom, I see him out surfing at C Street. He's no. in town for some reason. <gasps> yeah.
1: Oh, wow.
0: And I was like, this guy is a god. <laughs> you know I me. Mean? This guy can write. And at the, the time of my life, I was running a surf shop, and I was doing a lot of reading, like heavy duty. Mm-hmm. Reading, deep stuff. Deep stuff. Yeah, Kerouac and oh
1: yeah, oh my and, lord. And
0: and, and the you Hitchhiker's
1: know, like, Guide to the Universe.
0: Yeah, well, I, I was doing stuff like you know Fahrenheit and mm-hmm. like heavy stuff. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Kilgore Trout was a character I was very familiar with at the time. So because I felt like when I was running the surf shop, I said, Hey, I got to keep my brain running. Because mm-hmm. there were times when I turned my brain off? So anyway, <laughs> seeing this guy, this writer, like was. I can't remember it today. Yeah. So just oh, really wow. impressed upon me, and I was too nervous to say. So now you're that guy, <laughs> except for your girl. <laughs> and uh, uh, man, I'm happy that you had that experience. I had to really like.
1: Thank you. Yeah. That was a good one.
0: <laughs> well, when when you are doing a signing at Barnes and Noble, which is very soon, it's going to be this fall, yeah, right? I hope. <laughs> I hope I will announce it on the show, and I will be there.
1: Oh, thank yeah. you and
0: again, everyone. The novel is "Foam" by Laurel Sinek.
1: Yeah,
0: and here's the tagline: Waves aren't the only giants cast must cast must face to survive. <laughs> Sound, You're thinking of me great.
1: getting uh, s- stuck on those reefs, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a g- great day. Thanks for listening to Surf Shorts. Thank you. Recorded on VHS and downloaded to cassette for maximum audio quality.